Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Hey now, happy Monday, St. Louis. It's Hancock and Kelly reunited, and it feels so good. Happy Monday. What's the matter, buddy? I'm not happy. Oh. What, it's Monday, what? and I'm not happy. Tell me why. So, my buddy's been gone for over a week. Yeah, that's right. And that would be you. That's right. And that would be right? out of town. Yeah. That would be like once every two months. Yeah, exactly. And you're gone. You missed the Monday night show. You missed the Friday morning uh-huh. show. I you called into the both. Sunday morning show. Uh-huh. So, you're finally back today. Yeah. And you say, why don't you come down and let's play some pool? And I thought... Well, that's a magnificent idea. It was a nice idea. We had our uh, last conference call of the afternoon. Uh, I had to take care of a couple of things at home. <clears throat> Cleaned up the uh, kitchen, made the coffee for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know that's uh, the most important thing, PJ. Well, you got to have it done. It's it's done now. The coffee is made. My CPAP is full of uh, distilled water, and my pills are laid out for when I get home. Okay. So I get the car, and I'm driving down to St. Louis, and it's raining. And it's uh, so I'm thinking, you know, I, a lot of times I'll park in your little gated uh, parking the lot. The gated there. area, I come out and let you in. Yeah, but I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna put you through that because in the rain, it's yeah. raining out there. And I thought, you know, I'll just park on the street here. So I rolled up, and there it was, the parking meter. I looked at it. It's it's about five oh five, and I'm thinking the parking meters probably go until six o'clock in the city. Wouldn't you assume? Right. That they go until 6 o'clock. Yeah, that'd be a fair assumption. So I slipped the old Southwest credit card in there, and I generously gave the city an hour and 20 minutes worth of parking. Right. And I came in, and we uh, we played pool. It was... Uh, oh, here we go. <clears throat> you know, I, I don't like to talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, was, it went Well, pretty, the first game you won by a point. Two points. Two points. And, the second uh, game you won by a, lot of a dozen or so. Yeah, and, and so, you know, it was all good. I walk out to my car, the likes of which I've not seen in years. There is a parking ticket on my car. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? No, I saw it too. Yeah. But I I think there's some some context that's important for people here. 
So I have an office in downtown St. Louis. I am not happy. It is not in the heart of the business district. Fact, so what do you think, John? I'm 15, 20 blocks from the arch. Nobody is there. Yeah, there's I mean, nobody, nobody in this area. Unless you've there's got a no wine commerce. bottle and a brown paper bag, you're not there. Yes, there's no... Co- Wait a minute, be careful. <laughs> People listen to the show. Uh, but there's 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 no commerce happening Nothing. in my little area. Nothing. Uh, in fact, the commerce that's happening there is illegal commerce. Yes, there's five open spots right there right. in front of the building. And so I pu- what's crazy is I, too, coming back from the airport you today. You parked in front. I, saw I parked that. right in front. Yeah, no ticket. I didn't pay the meter. I walk out, no ticket for MSK. I did and pay a the meter for and I got John. A ticket. And, and listen to this, Michael. Mm. So, how many people live in the city of St. Louis? 296,000, something like that? Yeah. Uh, so, 300,000. I have ticket number 22,420,232. <laughs> so, it was issued at 6.42 p.m. this evening. Yeah. Less Six, than... By Officer Johnson. Yeah. Likely. Not Likely. Officer Johnson. Might as well be Officer Smith. Yeah. I mean, and so now well, you've got... And, and, I remember the good old days, the ticket was $10. Yeah, but here's my problem with the whole ticket problem in the city of Not St. Happy. Louis. It would be one thing if we had a bustling commerce. Yeah. And this was a place that people wanted to be. It's yeah. important that you have... You know, move over of yeah. traffic, et cetera. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm at a time a when literally to... there is nobody in downtown St. Louis for blocks at a time. Zero. They are out it, well, riding apparently, tickets. Officer Johnson yeah. and, and was let's, there. Let's be clear, John. I think we've all complained about the fact that there's such a lack of policing that's taking place in this region. No, no. Officer Johnson. But when it comes was there. to riding parking tickets, I mean, it, we have more people that here writing tickets than I think the whole city of. Tokyo And how about Officer Johnson ruining people's day? I mean, just going down the line there and leaving these little yellow things on the uh, windshield wiper. Uh, and so, and this is this is what gets me because this happened to me about about ten years ago. Mm, so, ten years? Yeah, yeah. So the fine Last amount, time I got a ticket, ten years. Yeah. Well, because I I put the I paid the I paid the meter. I paid a meter. I thought I paid the meter at six o'clock. You figured the meter's done, and no, no, six forty-two. Officer Johnson puts a ticket on my, and then and then. The fine amount, $20, $20. And it says here in very small print that I'm very fortunate to be able to read without reading glasses, amount becomes $40 if not paid by 5-12-2022. May 12th. Yeah. So, so you have one month. I got a month to pay the 20 bucks or it becomes 40 bucks, And then... It becomes a hundred bucks. Yeah, and it's and then you get arrested. Yeah, they get three of them, John. Yeah. They do what they put a boot order out on you, and right. they'll tow your car. Yeah. Now sometimes their own meters are broken, but the proof of your of responsibility is on the person who is targeted. It's not um, right. Because I've had meters literally that don't even have the machine in them that I've parked in front of. And I've gotten tickets before. So and then was, I go down to talk to the talking people. They think you're lying. Nobody will help you. I'll have to get you a supervisor. You need to come back tomorrow. $400 later, you're getting out of there. Let me uh, add one final thought. Um, so we're standing out there. Mm-hmm. A young couple pulls up. Mm. they got a little car. They're going to dinner. Uh-oh. And they uh, park their car right there. And he's reaching into his pocket for his quarters. What do you say? This is about 640, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. And my buddy Michael, he says, you know, when it's raining, 
They don't give tickets. <laughs> and uh, he said, really, I don't think you need to, to feed the meter. And the guy said, really? And Mike well, said, I said, maybe you should. But yeah. if you can afford to go to the restaurant you're going to, you can afford the $10. So he didn't feed the meter. and uh, He did not get a ticket. And it was raining outside. And, and my buddy Michael, who knows everything about the city of St. Louis, no, I don't. assures me that when it's raining outside, Officer Johnson is not going to come strolling by no. with a little uh, yellow card and put it on my windshield, but he or she did. Uh, and I'm, I'm pulling away tonight to come here to the Voice of St. Louis. Not very happy. I've got my ticket sitting on my passenger seat there. Ticket number 22,420,232. And the little car that Michael said, you're not going to get a ticket, guess what? What? They did not. Get they didn't a get a ticket. Only I got a ticket. Right. Only I got a $20 ticket that I'm going to have to pay to the city of St. Louis so they can give the money away for some miserable, wasteful spending program. I'm not happy. Well, I don't know where they're spending their money. And, but buddy, I can promise you I don't know much about what's going on in the city of St. Louis. I actually think my neighborhood's being targeted mm. uh, for these tickets because uh, there's nothing. There is no reason to even be parking in my neighborhood. Uh, but boy, oh boy, we've got enough meter maids to right. choke a horse in this right. town. That's I'm John done. Hancock. Done. He's done with that grievance. You know what we do every week at What's this that? time that we're about to have? What's we visit that? with our sports insider, oh, yes. Mr. John Hancock Jr. We'll do it after this right here. KMOX. Now, back to Hancock and Kelly. Sponsored by Insperity, HR that makes a difference. On News Radio 1120, KMOX. Every week at this time, 8, I don't know, 15, 16, 17-something, we usually check in with our sports insider, John Hancock, Jr. Why would this week be any different? Hello, John. How are you, sir? Hey, hey. I'm doing great. How's it going? I'm glad to uh, be back here in St. Louis. I watched the Masters this weekend. I think even your father watched some of the Masters. What was your take? Yeah, it was, uh, honestly, I thought a pretty underwhelming Masters. You know, obviously, the tradition and allure of the course at Augusta is always a huge part of it. But in terms of the competition, it was kind of a runaway with Scotty Scheffler kind of dominating from the 36th hole on. Um, he had that quad at 18, which I know cost some people money because the score to bet over under winning score was 10 and a half. Ended up finishing with 10 after that four putt. I didn't realize that. Oh, you didn't see that? No, I saw the putt, but oh, I didn't, didn't realize the there money. was the that yeah. the over under was there. You know, this guy's really a special story. I mean, forty two days from his first victory to becoming the number one player in the world. Now, some of that's the way that the PGA has changed its point scoring process, but this is quite a rise for what a guy who's not really just a green rookie. He's been around. Yeah, yeah, he's twenty five. Um and he had a lot of hype coming in here. I mean, he certainly went out and won this thing. Uh, he had the pressure, everyone chasing him, didn't really falter at all until, again, that 18th green. But when he plays as well as he did Thursday through Sunday, you can afford a four-putt. All right, let's uh, let's be honest here. Jim Nance, uh, the, the whole green jacket thing and all the blah, blah, blah. Hello, the, friends. Yeah, it, 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 it's too much. No. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, that, that's that's a ridiculous take. Yeah, that's a ridiculous take. It's not a ridiculous take. Jim Nance is as much the Masters as the green coat is. Uh, yeah, no, I, I no. 
It's it's not. I, I mean, mean, it's, it's Michael. Too much. Do, do you know? Do you know how long he's been there? I know. I think he was there for Tiger's first one. In yeah. Uh, so I think he's celebrating his thirtieth year or twenty fifth yeah, year good for him. Uh, of doing it. Now you know who was there before him was Pat Summerall, and when he moved over to Fox, mm-hmm. he had to give up that job. Now Jim Nance has the best ten days of any sports broadcaster in the world. He calls the Final Four, and then he goes to the most prestigious golf course on the planet. And, you know, John, I get what you're saying, his schmaltzy friendship, uh, loving, kind of caring. But I think that's kind of the brand of the Masters. Has there ever been anything like it? Have we ever seen the likes of this before? Yes, we have, last year. Senior's senior's not a golf guy, so I'm not surprised by that. But I think for... People, you know, like to play golf, like to watch golf. You know, there's obviously a reverence and respect for the Masters that yeah, I can get it comes off as hokey if you're not into it. But, you know, that, well, that is it, it's, it's no more hokey, hokey than uh, a pool player being introduced to a song with lights oh, and smoke coming complete, up and yeah, walking into a agree. room. Scotty yeah. Scheffler made more yesterday than Ronnie O'Sullivan's made in his career. Yeah, they don't count and, endorsements. And when he walked onto the golf course, they didn't uh, have like a WWF entrance. You know, they he walked out right. there, he teed it up, and he hit it. These snooker clowns run around like they're, you know, wrestlers. Ronnie's earned eight million pounds in his career. I don't think you're correct about that. Uh, he's earned over a quarter of that in one weekend. Okay, fine, good for him. It's so special. When we see the red chair, the green, whatever color the darn jacket is. Honestly, <laughs> Michael, is the Masters your favorite open? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, look, yes. Uh, so it's that. Now, selfishly in the summertime, I like to watch the British Open because it comes on at the crack of dawn here, you know? And so, you know, much I'm one like of those. The, much like the snooker. Yeah, much like snooker mm-hmm. comes on at the crack of dawn. Uh, but, I mean, I, I went to the Masters Junior, and oh. it was one of those things that's on my bucket list. Yeah. And. So many things you do on your bucket list, you're like, okay, I've done it. I don't need to do it again. I would do the Masters every year if it was possible. Kelly's bucket is empty. He's done literally everything anybody would ever want to do. But that I digress. I still haven't met Charlize Theron. (laughs) (laughs) Time for that. You agree with that observation right there, Junior? Yeah. That's all that's on the list is just meeting. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> He's funny. Uh, <clears throat> so um, any other surprises from the Masters this weekend, Junior? Uh, surprises. No. You know, it was great seeing Tiger out there. Um, you know, he shot one under the first day. I didn't get to watch him much on Sunday. I was at the ball game with Senior. Just got to catch the back nine of the leaders. But every I saw the highlights, and every day it looked like Tiger was just laboring out there more and more. Uh, struggling to walk, couldn't get down to read the putts. But him being out there 14 months after that accident, I, I heard today he was in the hospital for bed for three months after the yeah car accident. I mean, it's tough to keep a competitor like that laying down well, for three ac- months. According, you know it had to have been seen. Right. According to Jim Nance, there's no walk quite like it in the history of the world. Mm. There, the there isn't. Over that, the bridge. that red on Sunday coming up the hills is even better with the fist yeah. pumps. Totally. Absolutely. So, Junior, you said you went to the games on Sunday with your dad. Now, that would have been one of the games the Cardinals got beat at. The game. Yeah. But it was uh, your first gander close-up of the Cardinals. Your take? So, that was my second game. I went to opening day, oh, which was of course. a phenomenal experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was up with the people yeah. for opening day. Uh, but that was an incredible experience. Uh, getting to see Mark McGuire get the recognition he deserved was great. Pujols, obviously. Good to see. I honestly thought he might have gotten a bigger ovation when he came back with the Angels um, than he did on opening day. Yeah, but we were there. I, Remember that? 
Yeah, but I may have had a clearer mind uh, during that Angels game than I did opening day. Oh, so. Yeah. Well, opening day is one of those, you know, uh, holy days of obligation if you live here in St. Louis. You've got to go down and have yourself a cold ball wiser. The only thing better would be to have Jim Nance describe the opening. It's unlike Sp- Speaking of Jim day. Nance, though, and the yeah. announcing, how weird is that going to be? No Joe Buck calling the World Series. So your dad and I just had this conversation earlier tonight, and I said, now listen, Joe Buck for my entire adult life, nearly, has been the voice of baseball. So you think about those great teams in the 90s that the Yankees had. I understand. He's been doing it for 25 (laughs) years, John. Okay. So most of my adult life that I've been conscious and playing attention to baseball, Joe Buck's been calling the games, and it's not going to be him anymore. It's going to be strange. Yeah, have they said anything about who it's going to be? I have not heard um, who it's going to be. I'm wondering if ESPN's going to try to chase – Maybe getting uh, the playoffs so that maybe he can call it over there. Yeah, that'd be, I'd be all for it. It's going to be weird without him. Uh, that would get ESPN covering the MLB a little bit more, which they certainly need. Yeah, they don't cover it much, do they? I feel like they got the, Sunday night baseball. I feel like ESPN and Sports Center has really just become NBA highlights. It's yeah, it's NFL around the clock, and then when the NFL's off season, NBA. Yeah, and I like the, the NBA, uh, but the NBA just doesn't even really get going till playoff season. No, but we're there now. No yeah. LeBron. Yeah, well, he's not there. They're not going to be they there. They fired the coach. Oh, yeah. the that, Lakers. That was LeBron's coach, yeah. too, wasn't it? They fired yeah, the coach. Was, and that was LeBron's decision to get Russell Westbrook over there, which was just an unmitigated disaster. Just an old team, couldn't stay healthy, and LeBron's not who he once you, was to carry a You team buy to the into playoffs. this thing that he said on social media that if his son, I think they call him Brownie. Uh-huh. Uh, Brownie. Bro- how is it? Bronnie. 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 They call him Bronnie. That was that, the name of the dog that ripped my lip off. Yeah. When, uh, but they, that he, if he gets drafted by a team, that um, LeBron's going to go play with that team. Yeah. Uh, I have heard that, but LeBron might have to be packing his bags to play in Europe or Australia because I, I don't know how high Bronnie is on the draft boards. <laughs> Wouldn't you just draft him so you could get LeBron to come to you know, uh, I don't think Oklahoma LeBron, City? He's a mere shadow of his former self. Yeah, but a mere shadow LeBron is still better than 95% of the league. I mean, outside of Giannis, KD, I mean, he's yeah. hard-pressed to pick anyone over. We should ask uh, Jim Nance what he thinks about LeBron. Perhaps one of the finest players to ever grace <laughs> the pine tar or whatever the court. What do you call the courts? The pine tar. The pine boards or whatever they are. What's crazy is as cheesy as you are <laughs> yeah. and as sentimental yeah, that, as you are. Yeah, this is shocking. Yeah, you're like tooling on. It's a golf, it's it's a, a golf tournament. It's the, it's it's, the Masters. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Canadian National Anthem is about as hokey as you can get. <laughs> I, I will tell you, I do, I do tear up uh, when uh, if it's a, it's got to be a good rendition. In fact, uh, PJ, why don't you find Let me a, ask you this. a nice rendition of the John, Canadian? How anthem. do you handle it when they do? They the, change the words, you know. How do you handle it when they split verse it and do half in English and half in French? Oh, I don't like that. No, it's because it, it's it's that's that's connecting with the people out there. Yeah, you think? Yeah, huh. but they change all, the words. All those, all those truckers. <laughs> All right, so before we let you go there, big boy, uh, your impression of the Redbird Club. Now, you've seen them twice out of three games. You saw Wainwright, uh, his gym, six innings, shutout, uh, six strikeouts, no walks, five hits over six innings. Uh, what's your take on the ball club? If Wainwright can uh, replicate what he did last year, and we can probably add another starter uh, via trade, I like our chances. Our lineup is 
looks dangerous, and you know a lot of the guys are off to hot starts. Arenado, O'Neill, all looking good. Goldie, uh, Goldie. I mean, he's taking a lot of walks, which that's his game. Uh, Mats was a little disappointing, obviously. Michaelis, uh, I, I, the rotation's a weak spot. We'll see about the bullpen. I think we added another starter, and we're in good shape uh, to win the division. Well, I don't you, know how we'll stack up against the Dodgers or Braves, but yeah, but you, you like gotta like you gotta like what we've seen out of Helsley. Uh, I think Woodford was very serviceable uh, on Sunday, and um, you know, in Mats, his first two innings were masterful, and then now they said he got a blister. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, he developed a blister, and that may explain. The breakdown in the in the third inning for him. Yeah, well, I mean, I hope that's the case. I mean, that's better than the alternative of him just kind of slipping. But and again, we did play the Pirates, uh, so we got and we got the Royals coming up next. So we got a little bit of time to see how we face against the contenders. And the much improved Royals under uh, head coach under manager Mike Matheny, who apparently has really evolved as a manager. You you remember Mike Matheny, John? Oh, yeah. I liked Mike. My favorite memory of him was as a player when he got rocked in the head with a fastball, spit out blood, and just stood in the batter's box, didn't go down. Really? As tough as nails. Kind of the way I took this traffic ticket here tonight. Um, <clears throat> took it off the windshield, put it down on the seat, and I put the old chin up, and I said, by God. The gum, sun will come out tomorrow. I'm going to pay it. That's yeah. what I said. Ten bucks. That's it. Twenty bucks. Well, it's ridiculous. Give, give an extra twenty to John. His stipend. Yeah, by for the, the way, weekend. your license is expired, son, on the car. Uh, Please get yeah, that uh, fixed before you leave for Chicago. I'm well aware. I know you are. <laughs> he is John Junior. He'll join us every Monday night at this time. If Hancock oh. and Kelly are on, we have John Junior. And here comes the Canadian anthem to take us out. Folks, command. they don't say sons anymore because, you know, everything's PC. With glowing hearts, well, we, we see the rise. The true north, strong and free. From far and wide, oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Oh, God, keep our land. You're ruining it, Michael. Glorious and free. We stand on guard. We stand on guard for thee, O Canada. O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. We'll be back after this. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. You say they changed the words of the Canadian National Anthem? Just the one word. What did they change? They changed sons to uh, uh, something else. Minute, they so sons, like here comes the sons. In or? all thy sons command. Oh, they gender in, neutralized in, in, it? Yeah, so in all thy, you know, it's like Ace Hardware. What do you mean, Ace Hardware? Well, Ace Hardware. They, Ace is a place with a, a helpful, helpful hardware, hardware man. man. Yeah, they, they, that's been gone for years now. Well, what do they say now? Ace is a place with a helpful hardware, folks. 
No, they don't. They, they do. Really? They do, and that's exactly what they did to the Canadian anth- national anthem. They say, in all thy folks command. <laughs> I don't think it's folks. Really? It's something. What do they say there, PJ? Uh, they read, in all instead of in all thy sons, they read, in all of us. Uh, in all of us. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, PC. It's it's a PC. It seems a little thing. over the top. It, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's the ridiculous. ace thing. Really? That you're not making that up? No, I'm not making it up. The ace do, is do a they place still with call it Scoop to Nuts? They still have everything from Scoop to Nuts. Uh, that was Central Hardware. They've been out of business for about 35 years. Really? Yes. Central uh, Hardware. That was, that, was the, that was the Cohen family that owned Central Hardware. Richard Cohen, a good friend of mine, right uh, here in St. Louis. Yes, right here in St. Louis. A great guy. Huh. And uh, they used to have popcorn, right? Wouldn't you get popcorn? If Ace you has to... popcorn. Ace has popcorn. Yeah, Ace is the place with the, with helpful, the helpful hardware. Place with the helpful hardware, folks. There it is. That's terrible, folks. I didn't realize they yeah. they changed it from yeah. man. And I that, did you find a... that irritating? Well, folks, I find irritating. Right. It's like listening to Joe Biden. But uh, <laughs> but if I were doing the advertising right. for Ace Hardware, okay, okay, if you want to get rid of the hardware man, and I get that because there's plenty of hardware women women in there working. Um, but what I would have done, and it would have been much more, shall we say, melodic. Mm. Uh, I would have said, "Ace is the place with a helpful hardware team." Team, team, not folks, not folks. I mean, team. folks. Uh, you know, and team, you got all kinds of things that rhyme with team. You got the, you got the, you got the beam there. You put in the house. You got the, the seam that you're going to put in the, right. You know, your trousers or whatever. You, you got the. Well, and and let's be honest. When you go to the hardware store, you're usually wanting somebody to help you. You want a team behind you. You do. You want a team. You, you got the cream there that you're going to put in the coffee when you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the. You got the. Um, uh, I, I think I already know the answer to this question, but yeah. how how often like like I probably average going to a hardware store store once a year. Yeah. How often do you think you make it? Well, you know when you when you when you do a lot of home improvements, right? As I do, as Georgian does, um, you find yourself at the at the Ace Hardware down the street there quite often. Uh-huh. Uh um, What's her name? Marjorie in there uh, behind the counter. Yeah. And uh, had to go in there one time and and find the little. Um, the little ties that you use to tie up the outdoor Christmas lights. Right. That's what I was searching for. Yeah, like little bread ties. They're, well, they're kind of like that, only they, they apparently they, they're on a roll, and you you chop them off like that. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I went and got those. So I, I don't have, I don't think around me, there is a small little hardware store where I've had to get a key or two made that I've stopped into right there in the West End. Uh, but occasionally I've gone out to the big, the big one, what's it called? Home Depot or Lowe's. <laughs> Michael's having keys made for many apartments throughout the city. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> and anyway, I had to get air filters. Oh. Well, that, you know what? There's a whole aisle of air filters. For the, Like, uh, you got to know what heater. you're, yeah, for your air conditioning and yeah, heater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the thing that yeah. collects the dust. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to know what you're looking for because there's probably 80 different types. And wouldn't you know? Yeah. Every time I go. Yeah. I got my numbers written down. And I say yeah. it to them, and they say, "You know, that's a brand that I don't think are a, a size we're making anymore." And I'm like, what, how, "How can they can not? How can it not? Yeah, yeah. I, I, what am I supposed to do?" Yeah. So then one guy helped me jerry rig something up, and then he was wrong. Uh, there, in fact, are still making. You know, my it's size. Uh, it's important, and this is a you know this is at your service, isn't it, PJ? And that's yeah, what they call that's what us. they call it. Hancock uh, and Kelly. Lady. So let me just say this to all of you listening out there: it is very important. To change that filter 
once every four or five years because no, it, no. it's three four months. Well, I mean, you can let it go. No, you got to write the date on it. When it you it's put like it in. it's like changing the oil in the car. They tell you it's three thousand oh, miles. Oh, John! But no, no. no. Oh. It, it, I mean, you can. It's going to be a twenty-five thousand dollars mistake you're making. That here. oil can last for years. No, John. In there. No. Um, Has your oil light come on and you haven't changed your oil? It's on. John, yeah. you need to go get your oil changed. I do. Yes. All right. No, you don't want to. You don't want to go thousands of miles. You know, past no, your I'm oil not change. thousands of miles. I'm only a couple of thousand of miles. And and, and so, oh boy. They, they, you know, they, they tell you to change it every what five thousand mile, whatever it is. The Six thousand, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, so you can really go ten. I mean, you know. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. How many I'm, times have you think you, you thought you were going to ten, and the next thing you know, it's been two years and oh, you no, haven't no, got your I, oil changed? I never changed. let it get much past fifteen. Yeah, because and just to get the windshield wiper juice, you probably go oh, get your oil changed. I bought the juice while you were out of town. Really? I The blue juice? Yeah. I walked into the gas station to get a, a tire gauge because uh-huh. my tire was a little low, it said. Right. And uh, <laughs> and there it was, the blue juice yeah. on the floor right there. Did you put it in? And I said, you know, I've been using a lot of this. You know, we had the snow. And right, the right, right. And I'm driving down to KMOX, and you hit the button, and, you know, stuff comes <laughs> So, uh <laughs> So I get I get a jug of the blue juice. Yeah. It's big. Right. It's more than a gallon. Did you know where to put it? Well, that was interesting. Yeah. So first I had to open the hood. Uh-huh. So I figured there had to be a little latch, latch. Know, on the, and I pulled the I pulled the latch, you know. And then you got to put the little rod there to hold the Well, no. Before you get to the rod, you got to uh, get the hood up okay. uh, because the hood doesn't just pop up. Right, right, right. It just kind of unlatches. Uh-huh. And, and then, then you've got a a little hitch there. Yeah, or something. I remember my dad used to take his fingers and feel underneath. Right, the thing, uh, boom. And, and then you finally find the, you know, uh, it took me, I don't know, <laughs> seven minutes. My hands were were, bat, were black with soot and grime, yeah. and it was uh, horrible and stinky. But then it, there it was. You, did you a put little, the blue juice in the right place? Well, hold on. Or did you put it on the radiator? You're getting ahead cap. of yourself here. Okay. And so uh, there it was. I felt a lever. Uh-huh. On the right. And so I figure if there's a lever on the right, there is likely an equal lever on the left at the same spot in the root in the hood. There. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And sure enough, there it was. Right. And boom, bam, bam, up comes the hood. Okay. All right. Now I've got three repositories for uh-huh. liquids. Right. Exactly. And, and they've all got none of them say anything. Right. They don't tell you yes. this is oil, this right. is this stuff. No, right. no, they're pictures. Uh-huh. And so okay. You know what? I'm going to get out the owner's manual. No. Yes. So I go to the glove box. Nobody looks at the owner's manual. I go manual. to the glove box, and I open yeah. the glove box. There's no owner's manual. <laughs> it didn't come with the sale of the <laughs> no. car. All right. But then I remember there's this thing called the internet. So I look up my car, my uh-huh. model, and then, it, 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 no. Nothing. It doesn't tell me about my car. It tells me about cars like my car. <laughs> yeah, right. SUVs that are not my car. Anything that looks similar under the hood there? So, you know, no. And, it, and, and so I'm, I'm starting to freak out because the last thing I want to do is pour put this, this in the wrong stuff spot. in the wrong thing because yeah. that could that could Blow the car up. a lot of money. Right. So... You took it home and asked George Ann. No, I scratched my chin uh-huh. with my soot-infested fingers, uh, yeah, yeah. leaving black marks all over my chin. Uh-huh. But I look, I take another look, and on this one little cap, it has what looks like a windshield on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right? <laughs> I thought, aha! There it is! That must be it! So uh, I popped that little cap off, I put the blue juice in there, very proud of myself. 
And, uh, you know, it takes a lot. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of blue juice in it. took the thing. whole gallon, didn't well, it? Well, I didn't want to put the whole gallon in because I was afraid, you, you know. You were in the wrong hole. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, you mean, stuff happens, there, you know, Done right? that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so apparently I uh, handled it uh, magnificently, Michael. Well, congratulations. How many Thank days you. have you been driving since you put that in? <laughs> About three. I think you're past the danger point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's in the no, right no, area. I, I hit the juice today. Did you? Yeah, it was raining out there today. And uh, All right. So I'll make you a deal. Okay. If people call in at yeah. 314-436-7900. Have we got a game? one 800 We'll play trivia. Uh, if so you don't call in, we're going we're we're gonna to talk, talk about, about sun and my trip to Florida. Yeah. So here's the deal. Here's what I've got for you people. Uh, I am a historian, as you know, uh, Michael. Yes. <clears throat> Not so much. Not so much. Uh, but... Um, what I'm going to do, if you call in to 436-7900-1800-925-1120, and we have no fabulous prizes, unfortunately, but uh, the satisfaction of a job well done, I'm going to read the name of a United States vice president, and you are going to tell me for which president they served. If you want to play, give us a call. If you don't, we're going to talk about some more stuff and things. That's next on X. On a now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. It's time for some late night trivia, and here is your host of Trivia Spectacular, John Hancock. Yay! Well, thank you, Michael, and thank you, audience. Uh, John Hancock here with another edition of You Name the president. And here's how the game works. We bring you on the phone. I'm going to read the name of a vice president of the United States, and you are going to tell me for which president they served. It's just that simple. If you get the answer right, you win. Um, Admiration. Well, we'll give that. Oh, no. This time will be an NFT for you. Just you. Oh. An NFT. An NF. Uh, you own this time forever. We'll An get NFT. you the, the TFN if you if you. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. Jim is our first contestant on name that president. Jim, welcome aboard. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? Tell Fine. us a little bit about yourself, Jim. Where are you from? Well, I'm from St. Louis originally. I live in St. Charles now. Mm-hmm. What part of St. Charles, old... Jim? Uh, St. Charles City, right there by uh, probably 94. Yeah, I grew up out there. Huh. Yeah, my sympathy. And, Old uh, Town St. Charles. Yeah, uh, you married kids, Jim? No, nah, divorced. Well, <laughs> you have my sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing on Kelly. All right, so let me uh, let me give you the name, Jim, of a vice president. Now, would you like modern vice presidents or former or older vice presidents? Oh, pick one. All right. He's an older dude. Here is the name of the vice president. You're going to tell me the president for whom he served. The vice president is I'll write it down. Nelson Rockefeller. Gerald Ford. Yes. Yes. Michael, well, tell him what he wins. You win this NFT moment all to yourself. No, you I'm win our infra- it always. What's that, Jim? I'm gonna treasure it always. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jim, what's your favorite restaurant out in St. Charles? Oh, my favorite restaurant in St. Charles is probably Lewis and Clark's. There you oh, go. That's, that's a nice little yeah, place. Yeah. How about P.O.'s? I like P.O.'s a lot. 
I like P.O.'s a lot, too. Yeah. Great yeah. pizza at P.O.'s. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. The Ernie Special. The Ernie Special. It's got the onions on it. Many a time the I've sausage. had the Ernie Special. I'll tell you what, there's another great pizza place out there. This is a fast food place called Steph- uh, Stefanina's. Not too shabby. It's good stuff. All right, Jim, yeah. thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. Jim, we're delighted to have you. And, Who we got next? And that's the winner. Well, we're going to go now to C.J. C.J., you're on KMOX. How are you? Evening, sir. Any change of air filter in your furnace every every season? Every season? Uh, uh, every baseball season? Every six months? No. Every, changing the seasons? The, oh, the weather season? Oh, so all four seasons? So we're talking uh, once a quarter. Let me see if I got this right here. Now we, we get the winter, spring, summer, and fall. Winter, spring, summer. Yeah, all, fall. all you have to do is call. Yeah. Uh, okay. We digress. CJ, where uh, do you live? Uh, St. Louis County. Nice. Yeah. North, south, central? South. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How's God, the weather down God's there? Kind of, it's it's fine, Michael. Let me, let's get to the question. <laughs> CJ, I'm going to give you a vice president. You're going to tell me for whom this vice president served, uh, which president they served. And uh, are you looking for more modern or more uh, old time? Well, I'm, I'm 50, so I'd rather have close to my age. All right. Let's see how we mm. do. With this one. All right. The vice president is Richard M. Nixon. Richard. I Spiro Agnew. Well, now, Agnew was his vice president, but Richard Nixon was himself the vice president for which president? Oh, uh, that would have been uh, Johnson. So close. You're so close, CJ. The correct answer was Dwight David Eisenhower. Yes, thank you very much. CJ, you know what? Give that man a cigar. Yeah, he's down south. Just give him a cigar. He's a south. He'll fit right in. Right out on the patio. He'll enjoy it. CJ, thank you so much. All right. So there you have it, Mike. Who was your favorite president's vice president? Well, that would be uh, my Calvin favorite Coolidge. president was Calvin Coolidge. Who was his vice president? So he didn't have a vice president in his first term because he uh, ascended to the office uh, at the death of... Uh, oh, uh, and they didn't put somebody uh, in that no, space? No, okay. not back then. So Warren G. Harding died. Calvin Coolidge becomes president. He serves from 2000, uh, 1923 to 1924. He runs for president in 1924 on his own. He picks Charles P. Dawes. Uh, as his vice president, who is the only vice president in the history of America who had Native American ancestry. Really? And Charles P. Dawes happens to be the only vice president in American history who wrote a number one best-selling hit that has been recorded by artists down through the years, including R&B artists in the 1960s. Do you know the name of that song? Not at the moment. Could we look that up? Charles P. Dawes. Let's go to the research. Vice President. Yeah. And what he wrote. Let's see if we can play that on the way out. Uh, He did write a song, and he was the vice president for Calvin Coolidge, who was really the first truly modern conservative president, uh, Coolidge was. He consistently cut the budget every year. Uh, He paid down the entire debt from World War I that was incurred during the Wilson administration. Coolidge was not a don't-spend-anything kind of guy. In fact, he started uh, investing federal money in highways huh. in the 1920s. First president to do that. And uh, he was he was tremendous. We have something from the research department. PJ. So Charles Dawes wrote the instrumental composition Melody in A Major. Mm-hmm. And then Tommy Edwards recorded the, lyric, recorded the song and turned it into It's All in the Game. 
Hmm. Wow. And what year was it? It was written in 1911. Right. The music was. Yeah. Lyrics were added in 1951. 51. And the song came out in 58. 1958. Wow. How about that? Let's see if we can find that song. We'll play that on the way out. It's, I got one question for yes, you. Since we're game. talking about vice presidents. Yeah. The very nuanced question for you, and this may be relegated to your opinion more than All right. fact. All right. The most consequential vice president in American history who never became president. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, let's see. Uh, it was not. Um, it was not Mike Pence. Well, you know, you could actually make a case it was Mike Pence. Really? Well, Jan- uh, January the 6th. Yeah, not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you could make. Yeah, that he didn't cave to Trump. You could make Trump a case that and, Mike Pence was, yeah. in terms of history, very consequential. But if in you, my you, lifetime, probably the most consequential vice president we had, no, oh. I was going to say is Dick Cheney. I mean, Dick oh, Cheney was yeah. the master behind yeah. something that uh, my life revolved yeah. around for a long time. And that's the Gulf Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there has to be one of these guys who was vice, unfortunately, only guys. Now we have a female. We do. Uh, that that was extremely consequential, but was never the man. Well, Cheney's an ac- interesting choice, actually. Uh, you know, Gore played a fairly prominent role. Uh, I think you can make a case that, uh, you know, because Johnson was persona non grata with Kennedy. Right. And Nixon with Eisenhower, you know, he no. really didn't do much but attend funerals. Um, Bush and Reagan got along, you know, but before that, you can make a case that Walter Mondale was the first modern vice president where he met with the president, Jimmy Carter, uh-huh. uh, on a weekly basis. And they talked about things. And I think historians would, would point to Mondale. And here it is. It's all in the game. A 1958 recording of Vice President Charles Dawes, Melody in A Major, written in 1911. Sean Michaels coming with the news, and then he's in studio with us after this. He's, on known, Game he's known a lot of famous people, Sean Michaels. That's right. I mean, he's a fascinating, fascinating man. And he joins us next, right here on Cable X. It's all in the game. You have worked. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.